Hello and thank you for tuning into the Young and Anointed podcast. This is a place for deep conversations about mindset, stewardship, and the development of a relentless pursuit of your passions. This podcast is a Sky Media production, and we hope that you enjoy the show. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. My name is Martel. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, or whenever you choose to listen to this, I'm so thankful and happy that you're here. My name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. Good morning again. Yes. <laughs> this is the Young and Anointed Podcast, episode number 41. Fronting and whatnot with our special guest. We got a special guest. His name is Dennis. Belton. We're going to talk about some social media, the facade of social media, how people be fronting on social media. This man who we're about to introduce today, he's a photographer, he's an ex-videographer, he's a brand strategist. This man has ran up and down the streets of the, the creative streets of Michigan, working with the biggest artists, doing all of the work, getting everything done, killing the game. Look him up. He's awesome. He's amazing. But he's about to give us some real game on what's happens behind the scenes on social media today, okay? Everybody, get your virtual hands together <laughs> for Mr. Dennis Belton. <laughs> Good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. All right, so could you just real quickly give us a, a, a short bio like who, what's your bio right now? What would you say about you? Well, I'm a creative director and a photographer out of Detroit, born and raised here. And I wanna say like, I just grew up with a lot of the small businesses here when everybody was talking about get your $50 at LLC and stuff. I was part of that wave of all the millennials. So I've seen everybody pretty much come and go, transfer to this or upgrade their business and that's pretty much it. I do a lot of brand development here outside of my photography and doing brand awareness and developing young people like myself and then training with my nonprofit article. So I'm into a lot of things and uh, I even repping my own brand right now. I'm go to forever and stuff. But like, yeah, that's pretty much make a long story sure. long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so so that was a modest answer to the question. The guy, <laughs> he's, been, he's been in this thing for over 10. He's He started, you started off with photography, right? Right, I started off, well, when I went to Spec Howard, like I went to Spec Howard and I was into like radio and videos. But then when I started going to like, um, I started going to a couple of video shoots and I realized I got everything to do with photography. Mm -hmm. And I started, and for me, photography, I was able to get my point across more than I was doing videos. Videos, it got to the situation where I was doing music videos for people to like, you know, smoking and stuff and all the music mm -hmm. videos there in the city and the hood and everything. And creatively, I felt the void where I wasn't getting my emotions across. So I started doing more photography where I could express myself. Mm. more directly and more simplified faster and get it out so i started going to photography because that's where my heart been at and now videos i do more directing now or write out treatments or so mm -hmm. 
Gotcha. Yeah, so like that that right there alone, most people aren't in that space. Most people never even get to that to that level, really. Yeah. And so I don't really want that to pass up. If most people who grab a camera and want to do photography, they don't get to the spot where they want to get their emotions across in anything. They just want to take something. They just want to take a nice picture. <laughs> yeah, you got They're not. They don't ever move, huh? Yeah, I feel like it's important. I feel like no matter what career, you got to have purpose. And I feel like um, creating, yeah, it's all fun and games, but it's not all fun and games if you ain't got no purpose. You're gonna always feel empty in the end. Amen. Shoot. There it is. There it is. But yeah, could you just give us a brief rundown of like, give us some people that you've worked with, just so they know. Well, and it's like I worked with. Um, I don't know if you know the singer Her. The, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, what? Uh, I, took, I took pictures for her when um Bryson and Bryson Taylor set it off to her. Bryson like helped put her on because she, she from the Bay uh -huh. and Bryson like Bryson Taylor introduced her. So I did a picture for that. Her, Bryson, Meek Mill, Sean, Big Sean, and the non every nonprofit here from the Horatio Williams Foundation to the DC Elite. Um and then I did pictures for some of the Michigan football team with um, mm -hmm. the Michigan Wolverines and stuff. I, I try to think because it's like, is there any brand yeah. here? I feel like I work with any any brand here. I find yeah. their name. I think I, I don't work with doing lookbooks and different stuff. I've worked with a lot of a lot of different people. So, just so y'all know, <laughs> like I said, my man is doing it. <laughs> getting the job done. So let's get into the topic today. I asked you the other day when we were on the phone, like what you might want to talk about. And you said social media. Could you explain why that, why you wanted to talk about this specific topic? Because I just feel like um, social media can rush your greatness. I, I feel like social media could cost, could like rush your greatness. I mean, rush your greatness and cause your downfall. It's just like with your expectations of social media. It's like yeah. being with somebody you expecting some so much from this from this thing. And I would like the social media force you to compare. <laughs> like I could go look at your video and feel empty. Like, hey, he did exactly the video I did, or why he got this client, or I, I, you know, why I'm where mm -hmm. I'm at. You know, it, it caused you to compare. It could make you feel like. I'm not posting enough. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking mm -hmm. enough pictures. Like, like you could feel like you're down by 21 if you <laughs> social media it could do a lot of things. It could do a lot of things to you. And I feel like, especially since now we've been like I guess the last two years we've been forced to like stay in the house, but not stay in the house. So I felt like, what's yeah. the main thing everybody doing? They on their phone. Yep. Hey, yep. it's like it's like even if you leave, it's that like you're not even leaving the house. Like when I was little. I could go around a corner, okay, but I don't like this street. I, I, if I don't like Watermere, I could go on Maryland. But on social media, if I don't like Instagram, I'm going on TikTok. If I don't like TikTok, I'm back on Twitter. It's like, but you're still on social media. It's not like you leaving yeah. the house. You're still going, yeah. going home, leaving app to app. Yeah, still watching everybody else's life online. Then, or actually not even watching their whole life, watching the highlights of their life. The highlights, yeah, what they choose to show. The control content, they control the narrative. Then it's mm -hmm. another thing, like if you're a parent, I feel like now it's different because 
when we were little, our parents didn't have we had it's had separate access to separate things. Mm -hmm. Like your parents were about to drink, okay, get out. <laughs> but social media, your kids have access to everything you have access to. Mm -hmm. Like if they on Instagram, guess what? Your little thirteen year old on Instagram too. <laughs> if you got yeah. TikTok, guess what? Your kid on TikTok. So they every like they seen the same thing you seen. Got you. Yeah. Social media. So like you said, rush your greatness. Rush wow. it, social media. It, and what could I just want you please break this down just a little bit more because it's like when I when you say that I'm thinking okay rush your greatness meaning like what I'm seeing other people and then I feel like I should be in another place I should be doing other things yeah, I, I feel like it could just throw your process off if you commit mm. to, you committed to something I feel like whatever your path is everybody process is different like you could be working on a project you could have a job. But like, say for instance, in my case, okay, if I'm doing this lookbook campaign and stuff, and I got my idea and everything, I could go see something that throw me off my game, off comparing it with that person did or whatever, and think, okay, forget it, forget our original release date. Mm. Come on, come on, Martel, we putting out Wednesday. Mm. That wasn't part of the game plan. We said we was gonna put it out two weeks from now or something. But I could see something on social media like, okay, we got to drop next week. We got to move our album release date up. <laughs> and it's, it's like, oh, the album not done. But we got to put we got to put out our album, knowing that we just haven't even finished our lead single to the album mm -hmm. and stuff. So I felt like it could just throw you off in that sense of just yeah. rushing things, rushing, rushing your process because you feel like you're behind and you're not really behind. It's really an illusion. Wow, yeah. that was that was so valuable right there. I was as you were like, you know, talking about like, you know, dropping the album early, like that made me think about cooking, right? Like people yeah. trying to throw stuff in the microwave that actually belongs in the oven, or like people got stuff on exactly. on broil <laughs> that's supposed to be on like an easy, you know, two seventy five, like it's got to bake real slow, or you're gonna burn it, right? And exactly. oh my gosh, I don't know if you have any like, you know, experiences you can reflect on as far as like where you rush something because you were comparing, but I love to kind of dig into that a little bit yeah that's a good one I, well let's had a couple of clients so hmm like i'm trying to think of shoots because i'm trying to think of all the content i do so much content so i'm trying to pinpoint something i think it came for me more so than personal projects than clients the clients regardless have deadlines <laughs> so mm -hmm. clients have deadlines so i know like okay no matter what I gotta give my best effort and this is what they wanted by such and such time at midnight or email sent back or something. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I feel like it's been personal projects where it's like, okay, I shot it and I edited it and I was quick to put it out the next day. And then when I look back at it, I like, dang, I should have I would have edited it like this. Or yeah. why did I didn't put this out, but I was so quick to post. For some people that didn't even care about me, that don't even know me, <laughs> like, never had a day in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like if I was crying, I'm buy me a box of tissue. But I, but I hurry up and um, post this to please an audience that don't even got no emotions attached to me. Wow, wow, yeah. There, you you built you built up this this false sense of urgency for people who actually yeah. are not even adding value to like you know what you're putting out there. So that's that's so important. That's a really good reflection point, Martel. I thought you had a, a follow up point. Did I see you say something? No, it was like no. Just on that same note, it is so interesting how like you can 
you think it is so important to get this thing out because I'm, I'm you know we're both creative so it's like yeah. i get this video and i'm like oh this is fire but then you just you just want to throw it out because you know you see and you're like oh man everybody looks like they work and let me go ahead and put this joint out heat up the, the culture real quick and then you look at it and you're like mm, you know what i could have I could have adjusted that. <laughs> I should have adjusted that thing before I put it out. I don't know why I was so quick to put the thing out. And it's like, no one is sitting, because, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe someone else is sitting at home doing this, but I feel like nobody's sitting at home thinking, well, Martell ain't putting nothing out <laughs> in a second. <laughs> he, must be, it, he must not be working. Part of it is my growth in this industry. And and then here allowed me to get to this point where I realized that mm -hmm. because when I first came in the game, I guess like you had a chip on your shoulder and then you sometimes I feel like as a race or just people, we get competitively stupid sometimes. And meaning like I competing against people because it's, to be honest in Detroit, there's not that many opportunities like if you was in LA and everything. So now yep. I'm competing, I was quick to put something out because I felt like the more I put something out, the more work I'm going to get from clients, in a sense. So I constantly, so I built myself up to that point mentally in my early 20s. And like when I'm 19, going 19 to 23, I'm thinking like, okay, well, I got to drop, regardless of what somebody say, because I feel like the more I put out content, the more clients I'm going to get and everything. But I'm still, when I was rushing, when I was rushing it, I can't establish my brand or establish my brand identity or my standard, or what my photography or whatever my creative stuff gonna look like and stuff. I'm, I'm building on concrete instead of building on soil, but I'm not knowing it. <laughs> I'm thinking like, if I gotta hurry up and keep put out work, put out work, that's the only way people gonna see me because really Detroit got so many good creators. I felt and I, it wasn't depressed, but it's like, dang, this person's so good too. This person's so good. It's like. Everybody's so good here. So it's like, okay, well, I got to keep putting out work. I got to overwork instead of thinking like, no, you could build your foundation. You could do it the right way. But I thought putting out content in Russian was the right way for so long. When did you make that shift? Like, when did it click for you? It one of those when you keep bumping your head and falling on your ass so many times, you're like, okay. <laughs> but you had like, okay, what am I doing? What am I doing different? Honestly, I have friends say, Dennis, you got great content. You don't need to keep shooting like this. Man, you overworking yourself. Mm -hmm. They put me aside. And even when they pull me aside, I'm still like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'll keep going with it. Like, look, all right. When you start, okay, when they start getting different clients or clients with bigger budgets, you're like, wow, I did, I made all this off one project versus me doing five to 10 of this. And, and like, oh, okay, so I'm getting, I get it now. When you start to see like, okay, clients will pay this while you're doing, when you start working smarter and not harder. Because mm -hmm. people, I the biggest thing, misconception is I work so hard. Working so hard is not always good. <laughs> working so oh, hard. Man. Yes, oh my working, gosh. Working so hard is not always good, especially when you're an entrepreneur or something. When you could balance working smart and working efficient. When you're working so hard, you you driving yourself into a wall and a depression that you're gonna creatively only you're gonna have to creatively get yourself out of. Versus if you're working smart when you got your business 
when you're fixing the legs of your table, more stuff gonna come to the table when you're fixing the legs of your table. And that, and that's what I start focusing on, building the infrastructure of my business. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, I gotta give me a system. And I tell people the system stands for save yourself some energy, time, and money. Hold on, wait, hold on. Save <laughs> <laughs> yourself yeah, so, um, so, energy, energy, time, and money. I feel like whatever relationship you have, whether it's business, personal, you got to have a system. And mm-hmm. when I was creating, I never had a system. And my system became, okay, whether it was my emails, my website. I had a website, wasn't really using it. Then I'm like, okay, go to my website, book me. This is my system. X, Y, and Z, 12 to 7, whether I edit, midnight, whatever, I had to have a system in place. Because if I don't have a system in place, people could just attack me from left and right and I get thrown off so easily. Mm-hmm. Dang. So what you said, so like one thing when going back to the uh, the topic a little bit, it was like you were talking about you were working extra hard, putting out a bunch of content all the time. But the clients, where did the clients come from? Were they coming from you putting out content all the time or were they coming from a different way? Both, because I felt like social media, this is a good thing for social media. I ain't a bad show. So me, social media helped me get up, like, bro. So mm-hmm. I don't want people to get confused. Like, oh, and like, but social media is important, but you got to have the balance is what I'm saying mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, so me putting the content out, okay, I like, dang. I get certain clients, but not the big ones. What I start doing is leveraging my content when I put my system in place. Now I got a website, leveraging my website, leveraging all the projects I did, leveraging my content, my content, and sending it all to people. And like, hey, this is what I do. And I do it in this, and they can look at my portfolio in a sense. Cause I feel like the biggest thing you have to do is leverage what you do to get bigger stuff or leverage what you do. Like if I could sing, okay, leverage what you do to get in that door. Cause once you get in that door, then you can show that you do this. Like, okay, Martel, if I do videos, leverage my video uh, portfolio, then I get in here. Okay. I, I, yeah, I got a videographer. Oh, I directed all these videos too. Now they like, Oh, you do all this. You do you're a triple threat. You do everything and stuff. So I feel like, like, well, even me, I leverage my photography. And then when they see like, Oh, you actually do, Everything. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes they might only want you as one thing, but you got to get in the door somehow. So really content come from leveraging. Like, I mean, more clients came from leveraging and then my network group. Because one thing about when you're working like that consistently and all the, everything that you're doing, like you start to meet people. And when you meet people, you start to build trust. And when you build trust, you build relationships. And then relationships, you build money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just everything started to go together. Got you. So what you're saying is going crazy on social media by yourself ain't going to bring you the same results as having your system built than deliberately and intentionally using social media as a tool and then working from there. Exactly. It's almost like somebody like, look, you uh, when in the 90s, you got to sell your cassette tapes, people selling CDs out their trunk. Okay, yeah. social uh, the internet world come. We don't gotta do that no more. We're streaming. So now if you got best both to the side, if you hit the streets with it, hit the streets with it, whether you don't gotta sell cassette tapes or CDs out your trunk, okay. You can send your you can see like your business cards. It's the CDs I'm referring to. So if you're giving your business cards and flyers to people word of mouth, that's cool. 
now you got best of both worlds because you're doing that and you got online marketing going on. So you got best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. You're growing through the streets of the city, word to mouth, and you're growing with your social media and marketing. Got you. Got you. Karen? Yeah, I wanted to kind of take us back a little bit because you said something that was so important, talking about how, you know, working harder isn't always smarter. And I, I feel like a lot of people and like currently I'm surrounding myself with a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, a lot of people have married this idea of like, you've got to work like a dog to like make it right. And I feel like that's important, like in the beginning stages, like, you know, figuring out what you're good at, good at figuring out, you know, what value you add to people. But at what point did you realize for you and your industry that wasn't working anymore? I feel like the point when you feel like at the end of the day, you got to look in the mirror, no matter when we at the end of the night. Yeah. You know when you're losing. I don't care if somebody keeping you up, saying you this and that, you know when you're losing. Like yeah. day, as as people, we're not always vulnerable to everybody because we don't we got we don't trust everybody to be in our life but you're vulnerable with yourself when you know you're losing you know you're hurting regardless mm-hmm. if you got somebody you're talking to or whatever like i just know like okay as talented i am i'm still losing because that's that's the thing yeah. about being an entrepreneur in the business world over here like you could be the talented person still be hurting and still losing <laughs> like the, the weakest person could win here if they got their stuff together that's the game in this world but a lot of people don't know that until they run into that wall and they're like dang and they'll and it'll hurt them it could be little things like i could go to a concert this person you never know this person getting all the concert passes in the world and you wanted that one opportunity i i don't been there i don't when i took pictures one time with um let me see with bryson bryson photographer Bryson take his photographer everywhere he go. Rolex. It's this girl. Woman photographer is going crazy in LA right now. Mm. Like, so Rolex takes pictures and stuff. When she got to the Detroit show, the security guard stopped her. Not knowing this Bryson photographer won't let her into the pit where she's supposed to do her everyday job of the tour. They stopped her. Now I was like, you know this Bryson photographer or whatever. But the thing is he helped her shoot for Nike and everything. So now she gets to shoot for Nike outside of Bryson and everything. So it's like, the, I, feel, I just feel like the moment you know is the moment when you tap out. <laughs> when, yeah. you, like, when you don't go past, like, I thought I was doing it right. No, yeah. I was doing it wrong the whole time. And so it could be a financial situation where it's like, okay, why am I not getting paid? to match my talent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like, you do, depending on the market, like obviously here, like the creatives, the the clients still learning what creatives do here. They still transition. So the budget haven't opened up all the way here. So you probably got to take a budget cut to work on something here, to be honest, versus you in New York or LA, where they understand like, okay, we're going to pay 3000 for this. Versus Detroit, they nickel and dime you and stuff so it could be a moment financially or it's just gonna be just something you just know mm-hmm. but you got to experience it to know that's the that's exactly, the <laughs> exactly. yeah you have yeah. To, you have to hit your head on the wall exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. i martel i feel like we had a conversation like kind of like some similar to this nature like a while back and like 
I was, I was like working. I know how to work. I'm not afraid to work, but I was working, but it wasn't bringing, it wasn't bringing what I thought it was going to bring. And I was like, wait a minute, like this isn't working. And I had to hit that wall for me to be like, wait, I don't have to work this hard anymore. I've, I've gathered enough knowledge to be able to build a system that works, that's repeatable and that I can use over time until something else, you know, comes up that may actually work for me even and bring more exponential growth and, and money and resources. So that was an important reflection. Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. And I actually made a, I think I, I made a post yesterday kind of talking about that same thing is like, uh, just specifically talking about creative, we focus so much on the actual art, the actual creating of like the videos, the pictures, the graphics and things like that. But we don't, yeah, the over being too creative. Yeah. yeah. And then you flip over to that other side, that entrepreneurial side. And those two things are completely separate. The business side, the business skills and the uh, actual technician part. So it's like when you when you when you neglect the business side of it, you overwork in that creative side and then you don't get the results. But when you focus on both, when you learn to balance both of them, then you start building your systems. Then you start to be then you can do bigger projects and be creative still and grow the whole thing all together. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. And and what they don't tell you is, yeah, you're going to bump your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. That's not emotions. <laughs> exactly. Not emotions. No, no, man. So, like, tell me this. So, in the experience, in that experience, you, you bumped your head a few times. You were growing. You were getting work done. Um, you realized that there was a different way to do things. At what point did you feel like, okay, now I've I've gotten to another level, like like right, like I've leveled up now. I was here, and now I am here, and I need to. I'm, I'm, I want to keep moving. What point did you say that you you felt like you moved to the next spot? Like, what were you doing? I felt like when my skills constantly got developed like okay like you when you polish up your game when you i feel like it's like i like music and sports it's almost like i'm not a rookie no more i mean year three or year four uh it's like jay-z like okay that's that's my catalog grow i'm not the same person i'm my audience grows with me and mm -hmm. when i feel like uh, as a creative like your prices grow with your skills and your network. Like as you as you get better editing, you get better photography, you get better credentials. Like your portfolio builds as your portfolio builds out, so do you. You can build your price. I'm not saying you can go. We could go start on the low end. I can't charge a hundred dollars and then tell somebody tomorrow five hundred dollars. It's just like what. But if, you, but if you see you constantly going from your 100 to 150 to your 350 to your five, they constantly seeing like, okay, over the years, you're going up. Almost like you get a haircut. You go haircut, go from $10 to $15 to $25. Okay, now they want to charge $30. You see, but it's mm -hmm. like, but you see it coming. And that's where the same thing as creative. Sometimes you got to just simplify it. Like as you, as your skills and you're getting better, your network growth, okay. This what it is because you're changing your audience. Like it's like a rapper. Like now I got crossover appeal at this point. I got my BET record. I got my MTV record. I, if I got mm -hmm. up for a Grammy, now the price changed. And the same thing as a creative. Like if you're working with such and such, 
that adds value to you. When you know the value of like when you when you got value to your product or your brand or your name, your name is clean, you got value and you got good work, you gotta stand on your price now. And yeah, you're gonna yeah. mess out on the underneath, but people know what it is. Martel or Dennis, Karen, we all this is what this is what it is now. We don't build the podcast up. We don't interview Drake. We don't interview Jay-Z on our podcast. This is what it is. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I understand at this point. It got equity. It got this. It got that. And it's it's no different. It's no different with your as being a creator. Like mm-hmm. as you build and stuff, your value. But that's too leveraging your content. Don't go, I'm just saying, if you add nine saying you gotta have, you don't have to have twenty thousand dollars followers and to, and to do this. It's a business mindset. Like, okay, you don't really have to have one follower to do this. It's like, okay, this is my portfolio. I don't step away unless it's this price. Line. Why? Because when they look at your portfolio, they're going to respect you without saying it. Yeah. You can't yeah. stop somebody trying to negotiate with you because that's, especially in Detroit, they're going to try to finesse you, girl. This <laughs> 100%. 100%. I know the game. <laughs> but, but you got to be able to stand on you. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. So like at, in in the years that you were doing that, like when, because I'm just curious, cause I had, I learned this recently. So I'm just curious, at what point did you just say, no, I'm not accepting that anymore. Like I've done this now, you can't give me that anymore. I'm thinking, I'm trying to give you the most direct cause it's constantly changing with me. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I, I have the I'm a giver, so I have the biggest problem of not giving. <laughs> so if I see somebody so innocent and like this is what I'm working with, I would like oh I would I would, I would do it. All right, right. Yep. <laughs> that's my weakness. That's my weakness. Just also us in the Facebook world out there. <laughs> but yeah, like, for everybody who just heard, guilt trip him into taking <laughs> some pictures for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like I would say. At the turning point, realistically, it's probably like 2017, 2018 for me. I felt like, okay, I basically said, okay, I looked at my portfolio, said, I, I shot with every nonprofit I could think of. I didn't go based off the celebrities. The celebrities I work with helped me leverage a lot of stuff to put me, to get qualified for certain gigs, basically. Mm. Like the celebrity, because you could shoot. You can shoot anybody right now as celebrity, and if it suck, and they look at the rest of your portfolio, they're like, "That's cute," but like, what's what's all this other stuff? And so the celebrity stuff just allows, like, to give you like more like street credit in a sense, <laughs> more street cred with your work and everything. But I feel like 2017, 18, I felt like I had a balance of nonprofit work. Um, but I, I did stuff for like the NBA Cares when they came here and stuff. So I was like, I had a balance of nonprofit, concert photography, fashion photography, um, my websites, models. I developed models too. So it's like I had everything in the pot. So I told myself, okay, this was going to be my prices. Because at the end of the year, the start like my January 1st and the beginning of the year, I always sit myself down and say, what's going to be my goals for the year? And then I say like, okay, what's my all my prices in my company? Because you got to understand, you got to know you better than you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I look at all my prices and I'm like, do I need to change anything? 
and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stick to this, or I'm gonna add to this, and I and I stick to it. So it's constantly like I feel like your portfolio helps determine that your portfolio and your network. And I feel like the best thing about these things you can control when you want this to change as far as your network. If if you feel like because you could be insecure about this because I, I face insecurities like dang, and it's not about your work. It could be like why do you want this gig? You're missing out on this. So it could be like your insecurity is going to come. I'm not hearing a lot of you say you're not going to be insecure through this process. You're going to feel like pain. Some people go through depression. Some people go through all types of all these things are real. I'm not the person that's like, you about to live your best life. No, <laughs> no, you're going to feel you're going to feel the insecurities because we know how to create. We still learning the business side. I tell mm-hmm. people like me being black, I grew up on Finko and Linwood. So if I want to do if I want to sell drugs, I could just go in the hood and somebody could show me the game. But if I want to do what I'm doing here, I have nobody that I could show me the game, <laughs> especially genuinely, mm-hmm. where I want me to surpass them. So that's something else too, business-wise, we still learning. Now, I'm still learning. I'm learning from you. I learned, we, we all learn from each other and stuff, but people don't want to accept that and everything. Gotcha. And so what you're saying is, my followers on Instagram don't determine my real success. <laughs> no, because no, no, no. no, I feel like if you got followers, you got do you got dollars? You know, so, so exactly, yo, I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell them. <laughs> See, and I I know for a fact there's people that don't work on Kendrick Lamar L. The person that helped direct the Kendra Lamar and the Baby King video that just came out last week, the Family Ties video, was one of the best music videos that came out this year. This person only got like 1,500 followers, like uh, 1,500 from Indiana. He moved to LA last year. I know him, but it's like, it's like, that's what I'm saying. You just got to have a balance of everything. To be honest, it depends what you do. Like if I have a clothing line, yeah, I need my website. I need this. I need X, Y, and Z. If I'm a photographer, X, Y, and Z. People, as long as you got your website, I feel like a website are so important because no matter what changes on social media, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, they're always going to be martel.com regardless it'll always be dennis whatever it's always gonna be dennis uh chrysler whatever it's always gonna be a website no matter what's going on that's not gonna change yeah that's dope so karen thoughts i'm just i'm really i'm very grateful for this conversation because um you know for the people who are regular listeners regular regular listeners i can do this on our podcast um y'all know that i am not a full-time creator um but in terms of just something like my industry there are so many things that cross over that there was something in this conversation for everybody so that was incredibly exciting to just hear um and I'm really excited to just continue to keep up with you, Dennis. Like, I'm super excited that I met you. Um, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely making sure I will put you down in my contact book. Um, but this conversation was really exciting. So that's, that's the thoughts I have. This was great. Gotcha. So I, what I get is things aren't as they seem on yeah. the social media streets. Yeah. Do the real work. Do the real work, the smart work. 
and then just use social media as a tool. Yeah, use it as a tool. And then, and if if your social media is rocking, kudos to you because they're because they're like that's that's perfect. But you gotta <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, understand it don't stop there. Like even if I did the work, so vice versa. If I'm got everything going on the other end, then I need to get my social media together. Whatever you're doing, it don't stop there. Soon you feel like it stops there. That's where it stops for you. Like you can't just ride your social media hours. You gotta leverage your social media. If it, if you one of them person that got blessed and your social media rocking and everything and stuff, okay, leverage it to your website. Draw traffic to your website from it. Draw, you know, what I'm saying do everything that you can to max it out. Gotcha. Yeah. So if you, if if you one of those people who uh scoreboard watching solely from social media then you you're doing yourself a disservice oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but it, but i think a part of it comes too because people make money from social media you got the influencers so the influencers like they don't need a website social media driven they get packages sent they promote it and stuff and that's cool but like imagine if you took had videos if you pay somebody like martel to have your content on youtube along with your social media you're growing on other platforms too i feel like the the uh the main thing for social media like i'm just we're gonna use instagram for the example like if i got 15k on instagram or i got 30k on instagram and not one youtube subscriber i gotta check myself at the door and realize i'm losing like i need to start growing my youtube channel along with my social media and take advantage of both that's where you got to leverage your situation into the other situation like okay i gotta pay my videographer i gotta come on my podcast and come on your podcast and promote like hey martel can, can, can y'all promote uh, i want to do an interview like start thinking about your resources around you and don't just stop at your social media and be content mm. cool well dennis karen y'all got any final thoughts Bring those uh, things out. I appreciate y'all. And anytime y'all want me to come on, I'm down. I'm down <laughs> to come on. It has been quite a pleasure here. There are, just like Karen said, just a ridiculous amount of gems in this. Especially if you are like an entrepreneur, or if you're starting some, or in your if you're in the creative sp- field specifically. Oh my goodness, there was a lot in this. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this thing back for sure but yeah no this was a good one i appreciate you coming on here all right thank you people that was the young and anointed podcast episode number 41 front and whatnot with mr dennis belton um could you give us like your social media real quick just so people could follow my social media is d belton jr d b e l t o n j r then the cut the belton media group um one is at Delta Media, B-E-L-T-O-N-M-E-D-I-A. And the website, BeltonMedia.com. And this website is GoToForever.com. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, thank you, sir. This is episode number 41. My name is Martel. And my name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. And we will talk to y'all next week. Peace. Peace.